There's a certain type of healing that takes place when women come together. When vulnerability meets vulnerability and recognizes itself and steps outside of itself and takes a good look. I see you and I bless you in the name of women. I'm sitting across from you. Vibrations are strumming the emptiness and the room melting. All your words in my hand. Tell me all the things that I am. I wish that I could speak your perfect language. I wish that we could travel to those places where we're faceless and we're nameless. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to In The Now podcast with Delina and Fee. I'm Delina. I'm Fee. Everybody, welcome to In The Now. Thanks for listening again. Uh, today we are talking about co-signers. So mm-hmm. Felicia and I, we kind of always usually bounce ideas and stuff off of each other, but more specifically just like life in general when we're going through things or when things are just happening, I pretty much, I call Fee. And honestly, it's getting, it's well, not weird, I'm not going to say, but she's kind of one of the few people who, like, advice I actually take because usually when I'm calling people for advice, I, I end up doing what I want to do anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Fee is good for, yeah, Fee is good for sound advice. So we're going to go ahead and get into this episode. So um, mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and start with Fee since she has a lot of good points for this one. All right, so yep, so we're on the co-signer, and what we were talking about, Delina and I were discussing, is needing that advice from your homegirl, and like, why do we need so much validation from our friends, right? Like, we'll call our friends, and sometimes we, it's kind of like you either know what you want to do, and you need validation, or you want to be talked out of it. <laughs> you know, right. it's like you're, call, you know, you're, you're calling, you need somebody to actually co-sign one of the things that you're saying, you know, and like we were talking, me and Delina were talking about this because, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that me and her, like we call each other, you know, to kind of gain that perspective. And sometimes, you know what it might be, now that I'm thinking about it, sometimes just hearing it out loud when you're saying it to somebody else, really helps you kind of put it into perspective. Sometimes when it's in your head and you're dealing with the emotions of the situation, you can't quite sort it out. So I notice, like, with me and you, when I call and I talk to you about my issue, and then I'm, like, hearing myself, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is a lot more black and white than I was making it. You know what I mean? And, like, it makes it a little bit easier. But, you know, sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes you're calling and you want the other person to make the decision for you. And Mm -hmm. Delina was telling me a story, and, you know, you have a really good point. Right. Yeah. I mean, but do you, okay, just a sidebar. Do you really feel like when you call me, I give sound advice? Because a lot of my friends get upset that I usually don't give too much advice. Like I may like throw a little two cent in here or there, but I usually am not like do this, do this, do that. I'm not that one. Do you, do you get that from me sometimes? I feel like you give sound advice, but I'm not calling for you to look for you to make the decision for me either. It, okay. it depends on the intent. You know, if I'm, I can see why somebody would feel like that if they were calling you for you to make the decision for them because you can't. But I know if I call and I vent to you about something, I know you're going to let me know if I'm out of pocket or not. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. And if, if you don't say too much, I'm like, mm-hmm, yep, I knew it. Mm-hmm, yep, I knew I could fit, <laughs> you know. Um, but that's, some of that is why because I'm – I, I know I call you just to make sure I'm not overreacting. 
Same, yeah. Um, a lot of times it's like, okay, you know, I, you know, I see how you feel or I see why you would feel like that. Or like, mm, so maybe you want to think about this, but did you put this into perspective? But did you think about this thing? Um, you know, and that's really just kind of what it's supposed to be because at the end of the day, you can't tell anybody what to do. Like a friend of mine said something to me that I really held with me, and it made a lot of sense. Like, okay, you know, we're women, so a lot of times, you know, we're calling and we're talking to each other about relationships, um, either with, you know, the opposite sex, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, or family, right? So she was mm-hmm. um, she was saying that, actually, I guess her mom told her this. She said, you know, you don't ever tell somebody to leave somebody. That That shouldn't ever be what you're answer is to them because at the end of the day, you're not going to have to deal with any of the backlash of the decision. You're not going to have to deal with the heartbreak. You're not going to have to deal with the crying. You're not going to have, you know what I mean? You hang up the phone with them and you skip on about your way. And then that person is probably breaking down in the bathroom crying and, you know, all heartbroken and upset, um, trying to go with the decision that you made and gave to them, you know? So I've always Mm kind of held that with me. So it's like, I really try not to do that, you know, like, obviously, unless it's, like, super unhealthy and it's, like, you really need to do something else, like, you really need to find somebody else, you know, but I try not to, I still, you know, you still want to be there and listen because at the end of the day, people are going to do what they want. They're going to do what they want, and as a friend, all you can do is kind of stay there and support them, you know, make them not feel by themselves. That's that's a bigger thing to me is we can judge each other and each other's decisions so much like, oh, girl, I wouldn't put up with this and I wouldn't do this. But, I mean, you have so much stuff that you might look at me and be like, yeah, well, I wouldn't put up with this, you know? Right. Yeah, and you know what? Hold on. No, I was just going to say, like, I saw a meme the other day, too, that said, you know, let people do what they want to do so you can see what they would rather do. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, so instead of, like, trying to steer them in whichever direction, let them follow their heart because they need to learn these lessons. Like, you know, mm-hmm. they need to bump their heads so many times to figure it out. So why would you intervene between that? Yeah, so, and like we talked not about even be, in... It's not going to be, yeah. And just like we talked about even in episode one where we're talking about pain, like sometimes they got to go through those hard lessons in order for... There's something that they're supposed to get from... Um, I guess, like, the trauma of the situation, for lack of a better word, or from the strife of the situation, you know, in that moment is where you get the lesson. So sometimes you need to let people go through it, go through that so they can get whatever they need to get, you know, for themselves, learn the lesson, and, you know, move on. And as a friend, all you really can do is, like, support that. Mm-hmm. But it's just so funny how, like, how it, how your friend's opinion matters so much. Like, have you ever been in a situation or noticed how, you you might have a group of girls and a guy can like somebody and if she was by herself or normally she's like yeah he I he whatever whatever if your friends hype that dude up enough to you you might be like maybe maybe he absolutely. is absolutely <laughs> okay you know what? oh maybe he is kind of nice oh you know what okay maybe I should you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's so funny absolutely. how much weight you know, other people's perspectives and other people's opinions can, you know, have on even something like that, your attraction to somebody else. Now you attracted this dude. You wasn't even attracted to him like two minutes ago. <laughs> right, just because someone else said he was attracted to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do I just want him because somebody else wants you? Like, I don't know. But I, I think know, part but... of what it is, like, when it comes to just, like, wanting advice and stuff in general, it's like, Kind of how I said on one of the previous episodes, just not trusting your own judgment. 
especially like if you're in a toxic situation and you haven't necessarily made the best choices leading up to that point. Mm, yep, yep, yep. Then you kind of want someone else to weigh in and give their perspective um, because, they, you know, and it, it's obviously it's going to be someone that you trust, people, someone that knows you and knows that, okay, if she wasn't digmatized, if she was thinking straight, <laughs> then this is really what Delina would do, you know what I mean? Um, I know, but even at that point, does it really matter? You know what I'm saying? Like, even in that, even in that instance, because we've all been through that. I've been through it. I'm, you've been through it. I know. You know, everybody listening has been through some type of not so great relationship or unhealthy in some way. You know, if you think yeah. about the times where you were venting to your friend anyway, like, did it really matter? Did it change? What you, um, did it change your actions at all? You know what I'm saying? Like, did it really change yeah. your actions? I mean, it, not necessarily, but sometimes you kind of do need people to remind you who you are or who you are. Because oh, definitely. I, yeah. Because yeah. I, I remember at one point in time being in a situation, and my friends were like, you were always the one who were quick to cut a dude off. Like, how did you let this person? And I'm like, yeah, how did I get here? How you know did I, mean? I let this happen? <laughs> who am I? What the hell is wrong with me? I know, yeah, I've been there. Whether or not I changed my actions, it at least made me reflect on how I got to this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then, you know, when you get to that place where you've actually, like, turned that leaf and made the changes because now you, like, reflect it more and more and more and you get closer to, like, making the change. So, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, you definitely do need that. Um, and that, I, think, I think that's what the advice is, like, really good for. But for you to actually make the change, I don't think that anybody's opinion is going to be the one to make it. Like, you have to get to some state in your mind that's like, okay, I'm done. Oh, I'm going to do something else. Oh, I need to make this change, you know? Absolutely. So, yeah, nobody can make the decision for you. But, yeah, you do, you do definitely need that. Like, girl, when did you start, when did you start putting up with this? <laughs> and why? Right. Exactly. <laughs> and then sometimes we just – feel the need to justify, like, our choices, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm going to call you and tell you about his horrible childhood and background and all the horrible (laughs) things he went through. I'm going to tell you about all the bad stuff that he did to me. Yeah, I'm going (laughs) to tell you about all the bad stuff that he did to me, and then I'm going to give you all the excuses why it was kind of okay. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why did he do that? Why did he do that? Like, girl, I'm confused. I thought we were mad. <laughs> you like, oh, wait, is this where we give him sympathy? Okay, just let me know my cues because I'm confused. <laughs> just rationalizing the bad behavior. That at that but, point is like you know you're in denial. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but you want yeah. your friend to be in denial too. Can't let, like, can you be in denial with me? Though. Can you be in denial with me? Like, I'm going to tell you this stuff, and I want you to feel mad, but I don't want you to be too mad and tell me to leave them because I ain't ready. And you know what? I had a friend get mad at me one time about that because at one (laughs) point in time she was like, I just feel like whatever I called you and said, you were just going to agree with. And I'm like, well, what do you you want me to do? (laughs) Tell me what to do. (laughs) I want you to tell me what I need to do. I can't make these decisions on my own. Isn't that crazy? I mean, but like you said, we're all guilty of it. We are all guilty of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are, because like at the end of the day, it's like, what if you would have told her? Would she have listened? No, no, absolutely no. not. So I'm just like, and oh, then if you would have been like, if you would have been like, oh, break up with him, and then she broke up with him, and then she was so upset about it, they got back together, and for like a week she was happy. She would have been like, yeah, I'm glad I ain't listened to Delina. 
<laughs> She's such a hater. Like, She's such a hater. Told me to break up with him. <laughs> like, dang girl, I'm sorry. Exactly. Sometimes you just can't see the forest for the trees. You know what I mean? Like, when yeah. you're in the situation, you know, like, you're so infatuated with this person or, you know, just so caught up in the idea of the, the idea yes mm-hmm. that you can't see it for what it really is and anybody, mm. anybody that knows me knows okay jay-z is one of my favorite rappers and i take his up i've been taking his advice since i was i don't know how old but one thing that he says is you know never don't listen to your crew do what works for you standing back from the situation gives you the perfect view and for me personally i will say that when I'm in the situation, it's kind of hard for me to make cohesive decisions. However, oh, yeah. once I'm like, I'm going to take a little break from it and step back and I can analyze it, I can think about it, I can start seeing it a little bit more clearly. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, because so. there's so many things going on at the same time. Like, um, okay, so let's on our relationship aspect. So you were even saying, um, which I think we all can agree with, is like, you know, sometimes it's the idea of a situation. I don't care. You know, sometimes no matter how bad it is, if you are in close proximity to a person, you guys are, you know, tight-knit, close physically around each other all day or anything like that, no matter what's happening, there's you're going to go through some type of grieving of the loss of the person. But then mm-hmm. on top of that, you also are grieving the loss of the idea that you have. Like, we put a lot into that. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, and a lot of times that's what it is. You're in the relationship with this person or keeping a friend around or keeping a close relationship with a family member that's not healthy for you because the idea that you got that you have in your head about the relationship, like, you cannot let go of. You're so adamant about making this person fit into that idea that you're hurting yourself and you're stressing yourself out, right? Right. It's like all it's all of those things that you're dealing with at the same time that makes it um you know, that makes it just really difficult to deal with. That's such a tricky little thing though, because it's the idea of something and then like how am I supposed to tell you give you advice about what you should do regarding an idea that you have about your relationship with this person. You know what I mean? Right. I can't like I can't I can't do that, you know. That's that's mental, you know, that I can't I'm not going to be able to be like, oh, yeah, it's good. Just leave, just leave him, girl, or just stay with him. And you're going to be like, oh, you told me to stay with him, and then he did all this to me. We ain't friendly. Right. <laughs> exactly. my friend. um, but, yeah, um, it's just, you know, that's a tricky thing, relying on your friends in that way. But, um, you know, I think sometimes we, like you said, we just need that guidance, and we're hoping that somebody can guide us and talk us into it. But a lot of times you hear even those, like, little cliche sayings that really are true. I feel like all cliches, they're so heavy. Like, they're simple, but the idea of them are so heavy. Like, my favorite one I always tell people is, like, mind over matter. Mind over matter is such a powerful thing. Like, it that is. your mind over the matter. Like, there are people who, like, are sick, have terminal ailments and illnesses, and their mental power is so strong it cures them. You know, like they were mm-hmm. determined. We have all these little, like, cliche sayings like that. And, um, you know, it's it, it's really cliche to want to um, 
you know, to want to be able to lean on somebody else and have them fix all your problems. But, you know, it's like you you just kind of want that therapist. You want your friend to be, like, a therapist for you. Right. Yeah. I mean, we all need that support and um, just a non-judgmental listening ear sometimes. But what it really comes down to is just knowing, like, just be still and know. Get that clarity for yourself because, like you said, like no one can make those decisions for you. You kind of just have to, you're not going to, you're not going to commit to any action until you've made it up in your mind that that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So, you're going to have to suck up all that hurt, suck up all the pain or awkwardness mm-hmm. or, you know, however it feels. You're going to have to go through it until you're ready, you know, ready to leave it. Or you get disciplined enough to leave it because sometimes you ain't ready, but you just need to discipline yourself. Like, it ain't that I don't love you. I have to make the choice to walk away. Right. And then I got to stick with that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that I, I'm i starting to get to a point now where I feel like you you should get that in the beginning. You know what I mean? I don't want to vent to you all later about this dude and then have you help me say, no, 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 you want to date me? Oh, no, 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 sweetie. Like, we'll go on our first few little dates, and if I feel like this is something serious, oh, we all about to go out to eat. <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> all, you need to meet my friends. I need them to scope you out, you know, see if right. they notice picking up any vibes I ain't picked up on yet, you know. And sometimes people just need to know, like, hey, you got a little village, don't try me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Don't even but, try me. I've seen um, one of these little memes. It was like, oh, one of my friends, I go to, it was like, oh, you know, I get advice from my friends or whatever, and one of them uses logic and the other one hypes me up to do ratchet stuff. It's like, you know, you need, <laughs> you need, the, that. <laughs> you need that balance, you know, because sometimes, a situation is worth me like, oh, no, we're about to go set this thing off. And, like, if you ain't to set it off, friend, okay, girl, we're going to call you after and tell you how it went. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is hilarious. You got to know who to call sometimes, too. You know, you got to know who to call. That's the other thing. Sometimes, you know, you might have certain friends that you go to for certain things. Like, you know, this friend I go to about, you know, my family issues. This one can relate a little bit more about relationships. This person can relate a little more about work. Um, so, you know, you got to know your audience, too. And you know what mm-hmm. I also can't stand, though, when you go to go to friend, and this kind of is not just women. It's, it's everybody. Don't come to me and don't give me the whole story. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Don't come to me leaving out really important parts and then wanting me to give you some sound advice because it's like you don't want me to give you advice. You wanted me to say what you wanted to hear. Exactly. And don't trick me into that now because then I'm going to be mad at you later. Like, yeah, you ain't <laughs> tell me all that. You made me, you know, I'm, I unknowingly gave you false information. And But do you think, like, sometimes it's as embarrassment too, though, like, I ain't gonna tell that part of the story because that that part <laughs> yeah does it hate me in a very yeah. like probably so if you just want to vent cool but if you want advice girl you better be ready to give the whole story don't give me half of it because that you know because a lot of times that little embarrassing piece can change the whole tone of the conversation like oh wait a second you ain't tell me you did that now right right that's true that is true um but no like just. In general, like, when it comes to, like, co-signing, you know, women sticking together, sometimes we have a tendency to 
tear each other down, you know. Um, you already know how I feel about that. I well, can't you listen. Yeah, I had to take a deep breath. I can't. I cannot stand that, especially right now. As women, there's so much that we have to fight through, so much that we have to keep and maintain the energies through. Um, that it's just like, why do that to each other? You know what I'm saying? Like you got, um, you know, I'm a mom, so you, I have so many areas that I have to coordinate and orchestrate and be strong in, you know what I'm saying? And so it's like, okay, I got to diligently do mommy duties. I got to diligently go to work. I have my own business. I got to diligently do that. I have to diligently be a friend. I have to diligently be a daughter. Um, And then when you're dealing with males, you know, like, sorry, guys, it's just kind of the times that we're living in right now. There's a lot of women that are teaching men about life. Right. And giving them different mm-hmm. perspectives and, you know, just and just for simple things like guys aren't, you know, you want to deal with women. Women are emotional beings. You're going to have to have some type of emotional intelligence to deal with women mm-hmm. and children. And there's a lot of guys like you guys just aren't being taught how to manage your emotions properly. And so when you get to a woman, you're just causing havoc on her as she's trying to, like, help you, you know, through that. And so we have all that stuff on us. And really the only per- people that understand is like women, you know, another woman. So I can't stand when women tear each other down. We already have enough that we're working through in our um, or fighting for in work environments and business and music and, you know, whatever um, genre, facet of life that you're in. We have enough of that. And I really can't stand when it's over a guy. I, I cannot well, stand that. I can't, right. And I can't even blame it on men at this point because I've seen so many men bash women to other women to either reflect themselves in a good light because you're trying to get some, because you try to be impressive, whatever it is. But I'm not even holding guys accountable for that anymore. Like, as a woman, how dare you fall for that? You know what I'm saying? Like, how dare you really fall for that? Like, I'm just not the one. Like, I'm not the one. You're not going to come. Even my guy friends, you come around me talking about, oh, she's this and she's that. I'm like, oh, well, what did you do? Exactly. Oh, well, what did you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh, what did you do? Because I've, one, been on the receiving end of that, and I've seen too many instances where it's like the guy either was maliciously doing that or unknowingly because a lot of times you might even get a guy who's like, when if you talk to the woman, it's like how you interpreted that it was not even her issue, right? Exactly. <laughs> that wasn't even the problem. But you're like repeating it. I can't stand that. You know what I mean? Like, don't you dare take and and you know we're too grown, we're too old for that at this point. Like you already know, you already know that there's more than one side to a story. Mm-hmm. And unless I know personally that this person has been doing that, like, I'm sorry, I ain't the one. Like, you ain't about to get none from me trying to bash another woman. I ain't going to be interested and or talking to you. I'm not going to be interested or talking to you. You know what? That reminds me of this time. Um, I went home to my – well, I went to my hometown to visit, and um, there was this guy who was trying to get with me. And I just kind of – well, I'm not going to say I kind of – I knew he had a girlfriend. Um but, you know, I was just, you know, that was probably about 24 at the time, so that, that's my don't judge me disclaimer. But, you know, I was just being flirty, you know, just flirtatious don't, with him. Don't and, judge him. Right. <laughs> um, but, I, you know, I knew he had a girlfriend. But the reason I did not let it go any further than what it did was because he started to bash her. It turned me off so much that I cut it off yeah. right, there and, right then and there. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, what you're not going to do is belittle her and, you know, try to demean your relationship that you have with her. And I know that you're with this girl, and I know that you claim to love this girl. Don't do that to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just not right. You know, it's not fair. And I think, um, you know, I can't wait. I, like, I like want to give some little hints, but, y'all, I'm just going to drop, like, a little shameless plug right here. But I'm so excited for our next episode because these dudes have really, <laughs> they really have some good insight um, and stuff that they want to say to us. Um, and it's even really positive, so just, you know, stay tuned for that. But um, something that was discussed um, on the outskirts of that was, you know, guys just making women feel, you know, you're just driving women nuts. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're being so manipulative, so conniving, so this and that. You just don't care how you're leaving a person. You know what I mean? And, like, you're bashing this girl just so you can, and and sometimes it's not even to get some. You just want to be, like, shed in some type of light. You know what I mean? Right. And you don't want to feel like the bad person in the situation, or maybe you treated this girl so bad that now you want some sympathy or you want a pat on the back or you want some comfort, so you bashing her to somebody else so that somebody can, oh, come here, baby. Oh, no, oh, she did that to you. Like, it, it's not me. I'm not, right. the, I'm not the one for that because I'm like, mm, yeah, I know, I know what y'all be doing. What would you do? Well, what did you do? Oh, okay, well, what did you do? <laughs> no, you're going to have to walk me through the whole situation and I'm going to tell you, you know? Exactly. Yeah. But I can't I cannot I cannot stand that. Like ladies, like we just have to do better. We have to do so much better with each other and support each other and not give people such easy access to us. Um, or maybe not maybe I don't want to say easy access, but not give them such an easy tool to cause us to be combative with each other. Like women are winning right now. Like yeah. there's more women owned businesses, like we're doing our thing, we're moving up corporate ladders, we got the black girls rock thing going on, we got all these women empowerment summits, like don't have time for these dudes doing that. And not all men, I'm not just not me male bashing, but the ones that are doing that and, and guys, I know y'all know men that do stuff like that, so Ladies, just don't, let, just don't let that happen. Right. Because they didn't even come up with a term for it as far as, um, well, not a term for it. But, yeah, it's like I guess it's an online thing. Maybe it probably came from Twitter. They start calling them, these are pick-me females. Like the females were, you know, like pick-me. Like, ooh, pick-me, pick-me, you know. Um, so, like, guys will make a status like, yeah, uh, females these days they can't cook and wash clothes and 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 rear babies and all this simultaneously while giving me the best head job you know ever and then some girl will jump on set it's like no no I can do it because I can hold my baby in one hand and hold the, hold the dick in the other hand and and, and girl what you know <laughs> wow I don't know what type of, what type of girls you mess with like you know the pick me girls um. Where you know they're, girl, um, to, I know, exactly. and I'm, and I'm, and I, you know what? I didn't want to say certain things and even like engage in the bashing, but like, okay, even with that, you know what I mean? It's just like, is it that serious that you like are so quick to demean somebody else, like just for attention of a guy? Like, I was in a situation where I felt really jaded. Like, I had, I was dating this guy who we had, like, you know, a crazy relationship between us and, like, nobody was perfect. And I'm not going to lie, like, I did some things in this situation that it was just unhealthy all the way around. You know what I mean? And you know how somebody can just bring out not so um, 
admiral traits in you, you know, and I'm not, I don't want to paint it like it was all him or anything like that. However, it was not at all the way that he was painting the situation to somebody else. And this was actually a girl that I had been in contact with through business. And so, you know, like if anybody is ever on my social media or whatever, like I'm really big on like women's empowerment, being positive, being uplifting, this and this and that. And me and this guy would like get into it and he would go and bend to this girl who had actually met me in passing. And I'm just like, nothing in you is like, like, I mean, I know you and everything, but nothing in you is like, I've seen this girl and what you're saying and what she's doing. I mean, I guess people, you know, flaws in front like that, but nothing in you is like these two things don't match. You know what I mean? He told it to her. She went and spread it to other people, and, girl, I was hot. When I like, I was so hot. You know, you just feel jaded out of your character that I didn't, Mm -hmm. I didn't do that myself. You know what I mean? I feel better if I actually, there was some action that I took that somebody witnessed and then felt like that, but not because somebody, some guy was running their mouth, and most of it was because they were messing up. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you like, and it kind of makes me feel like you do have those women out there who, you're so quick, you can't wait. You can't wait to be like, mm, yeah, I know she wasn't this. Ooh, I knew she wasn't da 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 Exactly. Why? It's so why? to be competitive, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, girl, why don't you feel strong enough in yourself that, like, you know what I'm saying? They're like, I don't feel the need to want to downplay somebody else or feel like, ooh, I'm just waiting to see that you have some kind of flaw. I'm just waiting to see that you're not everything that you say. No, girl, I hope that you're everything that you say. And anytime that you fall short with that, because life, like, I'd rather be there and support you. Like, hey, come on, let's get back on track. Remember, we said we're about this. We're about this. Let's get back on track, you know? Mm-hmm. But you do, you have a lot of women out there, and that, like, you know, I, I can't stand, like, what do you say, it's pick-me's? Like pick little me, bugs, yes. like little insects, <laughs> like, I don't like that, you know what I mean? Like, you're little, like little termites, like little rodents running around. I, I just don't like that, you know? Be more uplifting with women. Like, don't be so needy for attention and or sympathy and or somebody's time. It, 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 you just shouldn't be. Get some counseling, get some therapy. Exactly, because even, like, um, there was this poem that I put out on the Internet not too long ago, and it was, like, it was pretty a dope poem, and it it got, like, 4,000 shares and likes and all this stuff. But it was basically just talking about women's rights um, of being liberated sexually, and I expected to get a lot of pushback from men. You know, that was was expected. They hate, well, I'm not going to say all of them, but, you know, some of them just hate to see us, you know, coming into our own and not not um, living in their definition of what, you know, what they think constitutes a woman. So yeah. I expected that, but I was just very, very surprised at the pushback that I got from women. And I'm like, sis, this is for you. I wrote this poem for us. Like, why are you going to liberate us? So I know. Listen, y'all, if y'all have a chance, you have to visit, go to Delina's social media, um, she'll plug it at the end of this. She plugs it at the end of every um, episode. Um, make sure you go to it because her poems, she writes poems in there. They're really dope, especially this one. Whenever she reads me her po- poetry, it gives me goosebumps. Like, it's so good. And usually it is very empowering to women. Like, it might not, it might be a little, um, I don't know, like risque, I guess you want to say, or whatever, but 
it's super, I mean, it's just real. Like, it's real, it's raw, it's empowering. So I just need to say that for anybody who hasn't read it before she tells the story. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, so then there was one girl who, like, reposted the poem, and she said something along the lines of, oh, you know she a hoe. Like, oh, she she's only saying this because she done did X, Y, and Z. And I kind of... I tried. Felicia told me. She said, stop responding to these people. <laughs> but I just had to know, like, like, sis, why are you doing this? So I, I got in her, you know, jumped in her inbox. I'm just like, hey, you know, like, why do you feel this way? Like, you don't even know the backstory about what happened or, you know, if this was really something that happened. Like, why are you bashing me online? And she literally just said, you know, don't take it personal. I like to tell jokes. I just thought it was funny. It's, it's nothing against you personally. I'm like, but you're talking about me online. Yeah, and called me a hoe. Exactly. <laughs> That's not funny. That was the entertainment. I don't know what part of that was supposed to be funny, but and can I can I give them like a little like synopsis of what the poem is about? Is that okay? Sure, yeah, yeah. Do you mind? So like in a nutshell, basically Delina was just talking about men questioning women about like their past sexual experiences. In, in, like, kind of a derogatory and or condescending or judgmental way. That's what her poem is about. And, like, you know, it just kind of has the undertone of just how men and women's sexual past are not measured the same. And, you know, just the unfairness mm-hmm. of it, like, in, in a nutshell. That's what the poem is about, and you have to read it to, like, get the fullness of it. But that's what it was about, and so that's what this girl ended up saying. And it's just like, like, like um, I had sent Delina something the other day. This girl posted online and was, like, calling other women, like, hoes and B-words because the girls were posting pictures of their kids at, like, school, their first day of school, and tagging people. And she's like, are y'all really that needy for attention that you got to tag people? And your kids, like, first day of school, like, I can't stand attention needing blah, blah, blahs. And I'm like, that angered you? <laughs> that <laughs> angered you. Like, you're so upset about that, you know what I'm saying? Like, to where you're, say, like, disrespecting them? Right. Why? You know what I mean? And I try to, like, put it in perspective, like, maybe she got some beef going on with somebody and they did that, and so she's, like, making a general statement because, you know, just kind of cowardly, not wanting to call the person out or whatever. And normally, like Delina said, I say don't respond. I don't, but I just had to respond in a certain way to her just to – I just need some women to witness other women that don't have that type of mind frame. Like maybe you just don't know any women who aren't combative with each other. Maybe you don't. Maybe you haven't experienced that. You don't know what it looks like. You don't know what it feels like. So sometimes I take it like it's my duty to give you that experience. So right. I commented on her stuff, and I'm like, you know, or maybe. I said maybe these are women that support her children. You know, we talk about and you hear, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. Maybe this is her little village, and she just wants to make sure that they're included on the special moments. Maybe these po- people support her milestones. Right. She was like, okay, well, if these people are so active in their, in, if they're so active in their life, then they should be able to see your post. Like, okay, well, I can't get into the pettiness of the conversation because, like, sweetie, like, <laughs> however I want to do it, it's just like, why is that angering you so much, though? You know what I mean? Like, right. we're just so quick to attack each other. Like, that was kind of extreme. You call these girls hoes and bees for this? Right. How could you take something like that and do that with it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the kid's first day of school, like, I, I don't know. And this is a mom. She's a mom. No, the other things, like, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I went and, like, snooped on her page and stuff just to see, you know, what kind of person is this? And she got pictures of her little boy at school, first day of school, da 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 and, uh, you know, she didn't tell anybody. But still, like, you're a mom, so you know how feeling proud of your kids should feel. You want everybody to see, like, well, how do you even turn that into something negative? But we're so quick to do that, you know? So I just want to say to my ladies, to my women, um, you know, sometimes we can get caught in that and not even realize that. Society does a lot of perpetuating our combativeness with each other. You know, support. You know, we might have to just do something and do something opposite of what we've been doing to kind of put it in our mind, put it in our body, put it in our spirit. And just, like, that's how we grow. That's how we grow. That's how we run shit. That's how we take stuff over, support each other. Somebody's doing good and or falling off, like, Lift them up, like, hey, hey, uh, remember, you, you slipped and we said we were going to do this. You know, just remind them. So um, exactly. let us know what you guys, you know, let us know what y'all think. We like to hear your comments. Thank y'all so much for sending us the comments that you have. Um, thank you to my guys who have been listening. Ladies, there's some guys out there that, you know, I love guys that understand women issues too. I mean, they're, they're everybody's issues at that point. You expect women to take care of household. Like, you want to make sure she's kind of in a stable state. Right. Exactly. And one thing I do want to add to, like, I know, you know, so not not social media, uh, reality TV portrays women in a certain light, but yeah, that's just TV. Like, we don't have to do this stuff in real life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we the, the fact that it's out there on the TV, you know, for national, you know, for the whole nation to see us out here acting a fool, I think that's even more of a motivation for us to, like, try to debunk that myth of being the angry black woman or just being, you know, having, being catty and putting women, uh, women against each other in general. So, uh, you know, we're all out here trying to fight the patriarchy and just be better. And I think that we just need to, you know, stick together, like he said, and we'll, we'll just do so much more. Yeah, but, absolutely. Um, but we need more stuff like this, more stuff like our podcast um, yeah. to combat some of that because, you know, it's like, it's, you know, entertainment is one thing, but um, entertainment is one thing, but forming a culture and a negative culture at that is like a whole different thing. Like at that point to me, it doesn't become entertaining. So we need more stuff like this. Um, we... Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Let us know what you think, what you got out of it, um, stuff that you struggle with. Delina, you got anything? Um, just follow me on social media at Nina Patra, N-E-N-A-P-A-T-R-A, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. See where can they find you. And you guys can find me. I'm so bad with this part. You guys can find me at ENT, a short for entertainment, ENT by B-Y-C-F-E-E. Everybody calls me C for short. ENT by C on Instagram. If you know my government name, follow me on Facebook. All right. And that wraps up our episode, The Co-Signer. Inspire a woman, motivate a woman. All right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. And I never seem to lose around when we're following your stars at night. You see, your lungs are never breathing right.